0: we think about information or privacy or secrets as kind of like an all or nothing thing. And like what part of my story do I like keep for myself? What part of my story do I, do I share? And what I know is like, it's not for everyone, like nothing.
1: Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. When I first started my recovery 11 years ago, I struggled through the textbook-like material on this subject. I wanted to make the addiction and the recovery from it accessible and relatable to more people by telling it in an entertaining way. Well, I'm super excited to announce I've released my first book, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict. so welcome to secret life podcast i'm brianne davis Gant. today i'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets we'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others you know those dark secrets we probably want to go to our grave with are those lighter funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing really the how what when where and why of it all Today. Oh my god, I'm so excited. She's been like this unicorn I cannot get and I finally got her. <laughs> Today my guest is Nora. Hi Nora. I have a question for you. Yes. Dun dun dun. What is your secret?
0: I've been thinking about this for I've been I've been anticipating this Ooh. while we played what is cal it's we're going to call it calendar tag which is like yeah. Booking something, having it fall off, booking uh, me messing it up, uh, and then finally making it here today. I know,
1: today. I know. I I'm like shocked right now that you were on this call at, the,
0: the wrong at the wrong time. But time zones are difficult, and that is actually one of my secrets. Is like I literally do not understand uh, time uh, spatial reasoning a lot of. Actually, it's not a secret. I tell everybody that. But um, I so I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking uh-huh. about this because. I am a, I, I'm a person who has always been like documented things. Mm -hmm. Like if I, if I lean away from the microphone and, uh, open this box that's on my closet floor, here are all these journals and diaries from like second grade, fifth grade, high school, all this stuff. Um, you keep all that. I I do
1: not. I like burn it. it.
0: I keep it. Some of them I should burn. Some of them should probably be burned. And I was like, God, it, there's there's got to be something. There's got to be something that that's a secret. And it hit me when I sat down and we started this, and the closet door got kicked open, and two <laughs> children came in, and uh, one of them was uh, was my seven year old Ralph, who he came in so quietly. I just, I, I you really were scared. Just, I was scared. i startle I very easily, and. I I was looking at, obviously, you know, my own reflection in the, in the Zoom camera, and I saw the door open behind me silently because I have headphones on. And so, yeah, I, I was like, this is the end for me. And that's how I will die. It's just going like, like just in your
1: not. closet with headphones on.
0: <laughs> I will die making a noise that's like, and, uh, and then our other kid came in, our, our baby that we call baby. He's not a baby. He's four today. And I realized I don't, uh, I don't publicly say his name.
1: See, but uh, you just said your son's name, so why don't you say? Because, yeah.
0: yeah, it's um, I don't, I can't really tell you a, a specific why, but I've been thinking a lot about like the line of what is like, what's the difference between a secret and just privacy? Mm-hmm. And Ralph is, you know, uh, he's he's the child that I had with my first husband who died when Ralph was twenty-two months old, right? And at that time. I wasn't thinking about the internet in that way at all. Like yeah. Who's who's following me? Nobody. Like yes. you know, it's it's like my family. Like my family and like a couple You're like, like- Twelve people, 12 following people, <laughs> and I remember, you know, we'd like made him a hashtag when when he was born, and it like I, it just did not occur to me that that anyone else would look or care. Like, just the the privacy of my children just did not register any way for me. Like, I was like, privacy,
1: like, what? I, they're my children. I can do whatever I own. want.
0: I, <laughs> but even like for myself, like I I worked in advertising at the time, and I remember people, you know, um. I don't know, like having ad blockers on their on their computer, which is a normal thing to have. And I was like, why wouldn't you want ads that were targeted to you? Why wouldn't you want relevant ads? Like that like, makes you want to like, know
1: when Target's having a sale. Like why exactly. can't I hear about it?
0: <laughs> okay, it's like if I look at that code on J.Crew, I want it to haunt me. Okay, <laughs> like I just I, I, I it was it was such a different time. It's such a simpler time. Oh, I know. Can
1: oh, you imagine growing up now? Oh. <gasps>
0: Oh God! And so when the the difference of of Ralph's uh, Ralph's life unfolding and the 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 following or the audience, even the internet growing yeah. and yeah. this whole concept growing, he was born in in truly a simpler time than yeah. the baby. Yeah. So by the time I had uh, by the time I had ba- we call him baby, which is honestly is going to be just an in tolerable man as he might go to therapy okay he's like they won't
1: stop calling me baby won't
0: stop but but it's also like he you know he plays in. i had an uncle named babe because he was a junior and so (laughs) they called him him the baby but then i called him babe and i was like so i think he's sort of he might he might end up being the next the next uncle babe but
1: yeah
0: he by the time he was born you know, I'm 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 not a I'm not a famous person, but but the you're difference well between, known, you know. Yeah, but the difference between having a hundred followers on Instagram and twenty thousand followers is pretty vast. Yeah, and <laughs> and Ralph had already be like sort of gotten to the age where he was like, Ugh, like don't like. The idea that uh, that a stranger would know him is real was really jarring for him as a kid. Yeah. As oh, a so little you kid. wanted to
1: protect baby.
0: Yeah, and so I, I, but it's such a strange way that I chose to do it because it's it, I shared his face, but not his name, wow. and I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. It's it's. I would love for it to all be like some strategic vision, but I think like anybody else who's, who's raising children or even just living your own life in this era. Like we do, we, we have to just sort of change our minds as we're presented with new information or just new, uh, not even information. That information was always there for me that, you know, it's, it's public. It lasts forever. And I just hadn't considered it. And so it started with, you know, the baby having, you know, just that that bit of himself that is yeah. going to be just for him, which is like, you know, do you need to know his name? Like, I don't no, think you I do. You it. know, like, no, but I, I get mean, it. if you were to meet him, yeah, like I mean, I said it because he you was know, seeing you, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it would that makes sense, right? I'm not going to be like, this is a child whose name you can't know, <laughs> but like, you come into our house, like, yes, like you you meet everybody, you know their names, but like, does a does an absolute stranger who just finds themselves on my Instagram page need to know? his name and that led to like does anybody need to see my children who doesn't know them
1: listen i am all for it when i was having my son i was very very strong to my husband saying i don't want him on the internet mm. i do not you know but as an actress they like talk about me being pregnant then i do a spread in people and then i'm like Well, it's already out there, like his name, and they want to take a picture of his room. But then it's like, but it's his privacy. That's his face. That's not mine. But my husband was like, dude, you just got to get over it. Yeah. Yeah. But it took me a really long time. And I still, to this day, he's two and a half, like taking pictures of him and putting him on my stories, it kind of actually still rubs me the wrong way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, the thing is too it's such a personal thing and there's no way to talk about it without mm-hmm. feeling judged. And that's how I felt like I was I was always a big listener of, you know, and and a person who I consider a friend, Manusa Marodi had this had this podcast called Note to Self and I was a very new mom when mm-hmm. I was listening to it and she was talking this like in 2014 2015 about how she doesn't share photos of her kids and I remember being like what a that's so dumb. Like, and I wrote, I wrote an entire piece, I wrote an entire piece on parents.com about how I share photos of my kid and that's fine. And that's like my decision. And you know, it's, it's fine. Like, and I, I feel so differently now. And, but just about my kids, because I do love to see other people's kids, other people's kids. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And also, so it's such a strange thing where I'm like, what is, I, I still have not fully, I still obviously cannot fully articulate why or what I'm talking about other than I was a very, very easily embarrassed child. Like I was a very mm. self-conscious child. And I would tell my mom, if we like were out in public, I'd be like, don't repeat that. Like if I said something that made her laugh, I'd be like, don't tell people I said that. Like I just did not, I I wanted things to just sort of stay within the group, and that's so
1: interesting. Do you know why you were like that? Was there anything that like you remember? You just got easily shy or embarrassed?
0: Yeah, just very easily embarrassed, very easily shy. And I would Mm -hmm. be like, "Don't look at me," like to strangers. I'd be like, "Don't look at me, don't look at me." That was like my phrase, like "Don't look at me." That was like you would turn away, like
1: you would look at him and like "Don't look at me." Yeah, be like, "Don't
0: look at me." I'm staring at you. Don't look at me. Don't don't look at me, like total middle child energy, which is like, my aunt would be like, ooh, like stare at me extra hard. She was very young. And I was like, (laughs) rude. Uh, And my kids are like that though. Like my kids are really like, uh, like shy in that way, which is so, uh, so when I started to see Ralph showing that same thing, he was like, you're not going to, you're not going to say that to anyone, are you? I was like, oh, Oh. like this is just for you. And, and so I'm going to let this be Sort of your choice, even though you know, for a long time, it's like it's my choice. Like he's mine,
1: right? Like Like, I can do what I want, but then you realize, wait, no, he's actually his own person. Yeah, like I'm, he doesn't belong to me anymore. Doesn't belong to me. He belongs to himself. What a bummer! (laughs) I know (laughs) what what a bummer. bummer. I've done all this fucking work, and it's only been two and a half years. (laughs) Two and a half
0: years. I also have to say, like, as far as like (gasps) content goes, no one cares about me. Like, no, people want to see photos of like our, our kids, like our, you know, I don't know, I'm like do something. I'm like, without my children, I'm actually like an incredibly boring subject, which is also <laughs> an extremely humbling thing. I'm like, what do I, what would I even post on Instagram if it Yeah, weren't? because you're
1: like, what is my secret? I don't what? have it. I just have a secret with my son's name, which I love. Yeah,
0: I truly do. I'm like, what is a secret? What is a secret of mine? what is a secret? And I truly, I think maybe that's a, that's a part of um, being a person who works in creative nonfiction, who writes yeah. a memoir and who like pulls from her own experience is that if you're going to be excavating for creativity, as you yeah. know, then there are going to have to be certain things that are just yours and that they don't end up feeling like secrets. They feel oh. like treasures or they feel like their importance is, is enhanced by the fact that they are just for you.
1: Yeah. So it doesn't even feel – then it's like something doesn't even feel like a secret. It just feels like a part of you. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think like the books and the TED Talks and stuff that you put out there like were those secrets but then you voiced them so they became not yours anymore? Maybe. I think like a lot of uh, – I would say that most of my work
0: has been an active passive aggression. <laughs> so.
1: I <laughs> mine just We're aggression, just... aggression. You do. <laughs> I'm just that's like healthier. That's oh, healthier. I'll be like, yeah. yeah. Mine it comes out. I'm like, this is oh. me. I'm a shitty person, but I'm getting better as best I can. You're like, yeah.
0: Ah. That's a. I mean, that's I. I am. I am. a, I would say I'm aggressively vocal about my own horrible things, but also it's like the TED Talk. Like when it, when you listen to it, it's it's made for people. Not for the person suffering. It's made yeah. for their friends and family. Yeah. Don't uh and get it. Like it was made to be like, and I tell everybody who's like, I like that TED Talk. I'm like, I hope you forwarded it to every person who disappointed you during your grief because that's what it was made for. That's what it was made for. And well, I even, uh, when
1: I listen to it, because I haven't had any significant person in my life die, mm. not yet. We all die. Yeah. That's going to happen. Yeah. But it was also helped me because apart, I died as a person when I got mm. through my addiction and mm. it was hard for other people to relate to the new me. So I really identified in that sense, like it's a new person emerging when yeah. some kind yeah. of death happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And also grief has never been about just death. Like you, you, you will grieve so many things in your life. Oh, and of course yeah. like you, I think in the, in the books I do, Bring out things that were too hard for me to say out loud for a Mm. long time Mm. Um, and that felt less hard to tap out. And so those things are that, you know, the entire second book is called No Happy Endings because uh, uh, people, you know, I'm remarried. You saw this this little dude who walked in. It's like the two kids who walked in, one looks exactly, they each look exactly like their biological father. I know, which is really not cool. So
1: rude. Yeah, like I did all the work. (laughs) My son too, he literally looks like my husband and not me.
0: Yeah, it's the rudest. And it's like, I understand, like, biologically. Like, yes, we've evolved that way so that the dads wouldn't, like, you know, eat our young. Okay, great. However- Or admit
1: that's their child. Right, yeah. <laughs> so that They're they like, could no, not that's deny not mine. It. No, it's like, he looks exactly like
0: you. It's the original Maury Povich test. Is just it's just a child's not. face.
1: And Jerry Springer. It's like, th- this yeah, is you your are, I'm sorry.
0: Look at this kid's face. It's yeah, it's yours. And, and the truth was, like, that I- I, I fell in love with Matthew and I am so happy. And I'm also like, I, I do still feel, and I wonder if I will feel this way forever. It's too soon to tell because it's been six years on November 25th. Will I always feel this split right. of, of, is it okay for me to have this? Is it okay for me to experience happiness? Because that is still a conflict, even though I know that, to live fully is how you honor somebody you've lost. It still hurts that Aaron is dead. It's only six years. It still hurts. I still love him so much. It's hard to say those things out loud without people immediately assuming that you are ungrateful Mm -hmm. as if grief and gratitude are opposing forces. And, you know, well, I mean, shouldn't you just be happy that you like you, you fell in love twice. Yes, I am so lucky to have been struck by the best kind of lightning twice. Thank you for reminding me that. And <laughs> thank you
1: for making me feel some kind of shame.
0: <laughs> yes, it's the the important thing is that you shame me. Make sure yes. you do that. Keep and shaming me. <laughs> keep shaming me. And 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 I don't know. So sometimes I feel like God, am I just saying the same things over and over? But but I I still feel them is the thing. And, and so you're when going things, to
1: feel them. Yes. Yeah, any loss, any transition in life, you're going to have those moments where you go back and remember and those feelings come up and they're always going to be a part of you. It just seems like, why can't we accept that in our reality? Why can't you have, be, have a bad day and a good day at the same time? Why can't you yeah. feel remorse and happiness at the same time?
0: Yeah. I don't know. And it's, it's, we're so, it's very easy to give that kind of grace to like another person. Mm-hmm. If anyone else were sitting here and I have, to, I've said this to plenty of other widows. I'm like, yeah, all of that's true. All of that's true. And it can be true and it is true. And yet it's just, it's just a lot to hold. It's just yeah. a lot to hold. And so I feel like um, if there's any seeker besides a very tangible one that I told you about before it's that I feel like I am I have a responsibility to constantly be peeling something back to saying it is just to show like it is more complicated than you think. Yeah. Like it, it is harder than you think. And also that it, it's been easier for me than for other people because people only see what you put out on the internet. People only see like a certain part of it and I'm like, yeah. and I, I do feel like a res- responsibility. And I'm sure you do too, to say like, you know, it's on the, on the outside. Um, oh, and this is such a dumb thing, but like all, all women are constantly comparing ourselves to other people.
1: Oh my God. Right? Don't even, like, I'm like writing a whole compare and despair chat, like rewriting now for the book. Like uh, It is uh, the worst compare and despair uh, character defect ever. So, oh, it's the ugh. worst. Yeah.
0: It's so bad. It hurts. It's like my, my shoulders just went up. I Instagram because I was like, oh, what am I doing? I'm sitting here looking at everybody else's life and it yeah. immediately makes me hate my kitchen, yeah. this beautiful closet that I work in.
1: Girl, I literally just wrote today, like rewrites for the book, say, for my book coming out saying like, I was sitting in my bathroom on the toilet, like scrolling. And I looked around my bathroom and I was like, Oh, like my bathroom uh, looks old. Oh, you know, like total yeah. gratitude out the window, total yeah. serenity out the window, because I was looking and comparing and into. Yes,
0: yes, just Ugh. peeking into other people's windows, and it's like, Ugh. it's like out, out of, out of that square. Um, one of the things that makes it possible for me to, you know, make a podcast or write a book is that, like, I have another husband. I have a husband who's alive now that's what he does for his full- time job yeah. raises our children it is a huge huge help and yeah. he he's technically works part- time for me he has been let go he has been let go from the Nora <laughs> Enterprise. okay he's got too much on his plate he's just not
1: he doesn't know it but he's higher well,
0: yes he's i he doesn't know this but like I will be taking over uh, a lot of his duties just, we got a lot
1: of stuff falling through the cracks
0: and uh- <laughs> There will be no comment on who. There's a secret right there, though. Okay. They're like,
1: secret <laughs> right there. He's fired. My husband. Yep,
0: Yeah. You know, and it's, can you legally fire someone who is never being paid? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't
1: know. So if, if any employment husband, lawyers are listening. Yeah, please, please let us know. Like, uh-uh. My husband is my partner also. And he's like, when am I getting paid for this? And I'm like, sorry. <laughs>
0: You're like, first. Okay, first of all you should have read the contract <laughs> because I'm not sure if you know that marriage is a legally binding contract and you're going to need to, there's probably some fine print in there. So um,
1: oh my God, Yeah, I, I feel like
0: it. I, I just feel like that's most of my work is just trying to be like to remind people that this is very, very hard and that there is not a sort of a, a, a series of life hacks that you can do that will like somehow make things a hundred percent better.
1: But I loved that when you were saying it's like every, the onion is always peeling, like there's different every year. And I think this is where I think like sobriety and addiction and loss Mm. and all that stuff is kind of similar. It's this like fear of abandonment, fear of being not loved or alone or letting someone go that you love. All that stuff is all connected. And it's like every year the layer gets deeper and deeper and you're on six years and in a decade you're going to even it's it's a different layer. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so I don't I don't
0: ever want to look like somebody's like um destination. You mm. know, I don't want my life to look like a destination. Yeah. And and it, it's not. There's a reason why I'm like you know i've got the numbers to be an influencer but there're surprisingly few companies who are who are reaching out to be like will you take a picture of this product in your on your disgusting <laughs> kitchen counter and also <laughs> like
1: me too uh, all my like actor yeah. friends and all that are like, like pushing products which i'm like do it nobody's like, asking me they're like nobody no. wants <laughs> to pay a sex and love addict like to push no. their no. lotion no
0: no they're like um yeah no 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 we're in like the weirdo pile (laughs) where they're like that's so great (laughs) that you liked it thank you for the free post (laughs) so glad to hear it so glad to hear it
1: uh, oh my god you're cracking me up uh, but i do so i do want to hit before you go because mm. i don't want to keep you on forever you have a full life but you said what do you think the difference is between secrets and privacy yeah so what yeah. is what is that what answer? Is it?
0: What is it? I don't know. I think that is what I'm I'm really digging into in therapy currently. <laughs> Hello, Ellen, if you're listening, I uh, just started yesterday, so I'm like I'm in it. Okay, I'm just look. We are deep into it. We had a fifty-five minute session,
1: so fifty over Zoom.
0: Like over, no, I went in real life, and we just sat on very opposite ends of the room with masks on. And turns out I can cry in a mask. I can do. Uh, You know, I can cry anywhere, anytime with, with anybody. And that's a, that is a strength of mine, but I don't know. And I think that's part of like this, um, that's kind of part of this exercise of, you know, for the past year, maybe I haven't put photos of the kids on my Instagram. And for the past four years, I haven't talked about, you know, I haven't mentioned the baby's name. I think I did accidentally once on like a podcast and someone immediately called me, which was very sweet. Like <laughs> somebody immediately was like, his name is on it. And my friend had forgotten to edit it out and felt terrible. And I was like, it's okay. It's not like a, You know, it's not a huge deal. It's just all of this is I guess me trying to figure out like where that line is right. like what is a secret versus what is privacy and as as you know through addiction and as you know through recovery and as you know mm-hmm. through writing and creating like there are parts of the story that are yours to tell and there is a side that's not yours and we're all still trying to figure that out we're all still trying to figure it out though so, you know also I, I do want to say and I I think I said this in the beginning but there's when it comes to uh parenting It's such a fraud. The minute you bring up how you do something, it is compare and despair. It's compare and despair. And, you know, it's like when people are like, well, I will be homeschooling my child forever. Like I hear like, I'm I'm like, well, I'm a bad mom. And my kid is going to, I'm going to punt him into the classroom the minute I can.
1: And I'm going to get a vaccine on top of it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to double vaccinate. Okay. He's going to get 900. Like, I, honestly, test him first. And uh, it's so fraught. And I don't ever want to participate in making other people enforcing that comparison. And I want to be able to free people up to be like, oh, like you are free at any point in time to change your mind. Right. To- to just change your mind. And I was rereading that parents.com article about like, you know, my my kid is a hashtag. I'm the best mom ever. And I ended it by saying like, I do have, I reserve the right to change my mind. And I think- And then you did. And I did, and I did. And I was like, that's, I think that's like- for, for everything. We think about information or privacy or secrets as kind of like an all or nothing thing. And like, what part of my story do I like keep for myself? What part of my story do I, do I share? And what I know is like, it's not for everyone. Like nothing, nothing is for everybody. Like you don't advocate. Yeah, I know. I know from your work, like you're not like, yeah, I want you out there like shouting your secrets everywhere. No, you decide. Like yeah. it is a process of deciding like who peels this onion with you and who well, doesn't. It's
1: for me, it's like the secrets that I feel that are important to reveal are those ones that are eating us up and damaging <laughs> us. And it's our way to give to back to somebody else. Like that's yeah. what I see. I see privacy as a good thing. I'm actually a very private person. I hate yeah. posting on Instagram. I actually didn't have an Instagram for a really long time, <laughs> but it's like, I understand the privacy and secrets, but I just like someone that's not an addict, like what would you define as those? And it's just so interesting. You don't even have the answer. I don't, I don't even have the answer. And like, what
0: a, what a wonderful thing for us to remember. Like we literally do not have the answer. We are in pursuit of, of answers like constantly and your answer can and should change. Like it really should uh, I have yeah. an, a recommendation for you i I met um I just adore her podcast, but Dr. Nzinga Harrison has this podcast called in recovery uh-huh. and um. And it's just so fantastic, and the way that she talks about recovery and addiction is this like, you know, spectrum that like we are literally all on. So when you were like, if you're not, if you don't, I'm like, no, 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 we all do. Like, we all do. No, and, I believe we yeah.
1: all have yeah. an ism, some kind yes. of ism, something we use to get outside of our reality or yes. ourselves. So oh, I and do believe in
0: And that. mine has always been the internet since the day it came to my house. I was like, oh, look at this nice little escape hatch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love it.
0: I love it. Now it's in my pocket. I love it. Oh my God. Look at how look how many feelings I'm avoiding. It's great. They'll just never catch up to me until the battery dies. It's
1: just there's your oh. secret.
0: Here's my secret. There's my secret. And that's why I'm locked out of Instagram. My friend locked me out. She was like, I know your password. I changed it.
1: Good for her. I, I was off for a year and it was oh, the best wow. year ever. Right after I yeah. had my son, I got off for a year. Oh. And it was so rewarding. And I would I'm do it now. That. It was so beautiful. But wow. now here's the thing though. My husband and I have rules. Like we can only mm. get it on at certain times for short mm. periods and we are not allowed to yeah. school anymore.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Mm. I love that as a partnership too. Yeah. You should do an entire episode about that. Cause I want to hear it. Like I want to okay, hear like a full, I want to hear like a full, like this is how, because I do think that people don't realize that a lot of our, a lot of our internet behaviors are mindless and they're soothing and they're giving us something, but it's also, it's also an addictive behavior.
1: No. And I write about it. I have a whole chapter. Yeah. In the book. yeah. It's no, I see. Like, so don't give it away on the podcast. Yeah, but. I, but I said, social media is like killing our soul. You need to get off yeah. of it now. Like that whole, and I have a whole episode, a whole, um, Chapter about it. Yeah. It's, chapter okay. <laughs> it's
0: chapter seven. It's chapter seven. FYI, it's chapter seven. Skip to chapter seven immediately.
1: Well, I am so grateful oh. to have you. I just yes. think, like your journey. I think, you know, the secrets you have shared, the willingness to be seen. Mm-hmm. And I've said this at the beginning and raw and authentic is why I do this show, especially as a woman, that we don't show the ugly of us and like the, the ismany yeah. stuff. So Oof. I'm so grateful yeah. to have you on. You can come on anytime. Oh my God. <laughs> I would love that. And I'll get the
0: time right. I really, really yeah. will. I really will. Okay. You enjoy these last two hours of nap time. Cause I know TikTok, I talk.
1: Okay. I got so much shit to do. I gotta okay. go. <laughs> so if you want to be on the show, please email me at secret at iCloud.com until next time.